sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Happy New Year, everybody. 2024 is here. That's exciting. Unbelievable. Day one, two, I tell you. Uh, I'll go around. I didn't make it to this. I, I, I went 10 <laughs> years in a row now. I'm really excited. It's for the last 10 years, I have not made it to New Year's Eve. No, what it is, I'm so exhausted over the holidays. <laughs> I usually go to bed early, okay? Uh-huh. But uh, and then I get to enjoy the New Year's Day parades and all that. I catch it up that way. But yeah, I'm not a night owl anymore. Dr. D, what'd you do on New Year's? You know what? Um, we watched uh, we watched the ball drop, and then I think we uh, yeah, and we also watched uh, the, uh, the 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 New Year come in. Um, I think it was Central Time, but I'm not sure. Maybe it's Eastern Time in Nashville because we watched the uh, country music uh, New Year's uh, uh, special because I like country music, Fun. and it, it you know I really enjoyed. I like watching that, but you know what I like most is watching the ball drop in New York because I've actually been really, really, really close to a, a, one of those balls when we were in Ireland back in 2002. And uh, we went through the factory, the Waterford Crystal Factory, where, where the ball is made, the parts and so forth. Why, it's spectacular. So I can nice. only imagine what it's like there in person. <coughs> nice, Christine. What'd you do? <laughs> well, I, I I waited till the ball dropped in New York, <laughs> and then I felt like I was pretty complete as long yeah. as the ball dropped yeah. somewhere. You know, yeah. um, I, I actually what I did is I've, I've made it a habit every New Year's um, to basically sort of start organizing and cleaning my closets and pulling things out and changing things. And so actually, all last week I did a lot of that, but I really fin- put the finishing touches on it and really sort of started my new year in a in a more clean organized way right i kind of cleaned it cleared out the clutter and that felt it feels really really good now to be stepping into the new year um so so we won't be seeing you on any of those uh hoarder programs <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway oh no 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 don't even start don't even start no, Alex, no, I'm, try- I'm trying Harris hard. is in the house. 805, fit for life. What's going on, Alex? Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, what you did know, you do? Good, good. I mean, New Year's was on a Sunday, so we went for a hike in the morning, and we had some football. I actually watched football during the day, and then uh, we had dinner at Casa Dorinda Sunday night. Uh, I did not make it. No, I never make it. I and mean, are you kidding me? I can't make it to barely make it to the, the New York nine o'clock time. <laughs> like I said, nine I o'clock. Got you. It's time. I can barely. I mean, that's like that's when I lay down because I'm getting up so early. I wake up at like five five thirty. So, well, Dominique, you know she did. She uh, made bread because when I woke up the next morning, there was bread. Okay, <laughs> all there. So. Thank you, Dominique, for the bread, my little night owl. She's the only one of us <laughs> that made it through. So while while I bake the bread, I work in, I have two new journals for 2024. I have a gratitude journal and I have a productivity journal. 
And I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm doing a whole lot more journaling for the next year, but I realized I wasn't consistent in my bullet journal with making my gratitude notes. So I decided to have a separate book for my gratitude so that when I come to it, I have that, that vibration of, oh, I'm in the thankful mode for today. So that's, well, that's what I, I did to bring in the new year. I, I I didn't do this growing up as a kid, but I would really highly recommend it because when you set intentions, it sets vibrations and it's it really it becomes a magical moment. And one teacher actually that had me get tuned into um, expectations and he always had us. It was a psychology class and he always had us. um the last five minutes, just ground yourself. You wanted absolute silence, close. He even pointed out any athletes having games today, you know, set your sights on. And I always thought about making free throws, making free throws, making free throws. And honestly, I had, I had a number of game-winning free throws that I really do attribute it to me taking five, ten minutes and focusing on that. You do a lot of that in your practice, Alex. Am I right? Manifestations, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like too when you live in gratitude, you attract things to be grateful for. So you're, you know, and, and it's gratitude also kind of is a way of, of reaching, you know, putting that that vibe out in the universe. How Dominique was saying, so you you attract what you want, and if you're manifesting it. And that's what you're focusing on, making those free throws, having that good follow through with that shot. Like you, you, you visualize everything. And I think visualizing everything is key, especially putting it on paper. Journaling is something I'm trying to get into. I'm not consistent at it, but I've been able to break down that barrier of, of just getting into it. So now I just got to make it consistent. Like my workouts, I got to make it consistent. So it's a challenge. <laughs> Yeah, so now what I want to do, I want to, uh, I see, I think she's shuffling cards. Can I throw in one quick thing? Um, Alex, it's so cool that you're working with kids with their fitness because you can notice in fitness, if you just come to the class and you have no idea what you're going to do and no idea. And, and, you know, maybe you talk and the hour passes, nothing happens. But if you plan on it and you know, I'm going to do this many sit-ups, pull-ups or run or whatever your routine is, it, when you plan on it, now you can measure it and something happens. So even if it's not exactly what you planned, I really love that you can show kids physically in their body that having goals and intentions has a much better outcome than having no plan at all. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, too. It can go the opposite way, where if you think negatively and you think, I'm going to get hurt, this is going to hurt me. If I play all out and I'm going hard defense and hard offense and one of these days I'm going to blow out my knee or one of these days I'm going to blow out my ankle, it'll happen. But if you don't even think it and you're just like, I'm going to focus on playing great defense, getting in my stance, being where I'm supposed to be, setting the right picks, all this stuff. It's almost like when, when uh, people say, I, I always get sick this time of year. 
And guess what? This time of year, they always get sick and it <laughs> happens. And it's like, it, it can go both ways. And the mind is super powerful. So set your intentions on the positive. Always don't, don't no, think about the negative. I this is Christine Marie. I totally agree with that, Alex. And I have to say that there's a quote, a famous quote, I believe from Henry Ford that says, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you are correct. Yeah. And I have actually a tarot card that, uh, that every time I see that tarot card, that's what I say. So it's, you know, but to help remind people about that. So it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The, the mind. All is so right. Let's do this. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to shuffle. Let's yeah, but first I'm going to tell you that as I was as I was shuffling the first card that the card that popped out was the um, the universe or the world card, which is endings and beginnings, ending a new ending an old cycle, beginning a new cycle, and that one just jumped out. So um, I just wanted to say that that was appropriate for the new year, right? Because on the on New Year's Eve we ended the old year on New Year's. It, you know that I love that the picture of the old man time walking out barely like. You know, <laughs> and then the new the new year is born again each day and I, or each each year. And I, I think it makes me think, too, about that idea. Like, it's a brand new year, everybody. What are we going to do with it? Fresh start. Oh, my gosh. We can do anything with this year. Just like it's a brand new day every day. We can do anything with this day, you know. So um, this to take it to the year level is pretty powerful. So I'm going to just shuffle. You can tell me when to stop shuffling, Erica, and then I will. We'll do the regular thing, okay, you know. Okay, keep on going. I'm not feeling it yet. You know, spirit's gonna <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Relax. Don't worry. There's no dead air. Okay, stop Breathe. right this second. Breathe. Okay. Um, do you want me to? Do you want to do the top, the bottom, or the middle? Uh, top. Top. Hmm. Okay, so what we have from the top is this is the eight of pentacles, which is harvesting your life's work so far. Woo! So, um, and it's the gross harvest. It's like, I can't do it. Bringing it in, bringing it in, bringing it in, right? Um, so it's about sort of just reaping the rewards of all the work that you have been doing. And you have been working so hard, Erica. You really have. I think it's time for you to get some rewards <laughs> well, <laughs> to I've see some of the fruit myself. of your labor i got it i got it. it's a team let me tell you i've been surrounding myself with beautiful people magical people um and you're one of those people christine Aww. okay <laughs> we had such a great time over the holidays together mm -hmm. and playing yeah. games it was just magical and i told dominique i said I'll be honest with you. I don't. I had such a rough last five years. If everybody knows my story, but this Christmas has been absolutely. Now I will always remember this Christmas. Always. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was. I had those magical connective moments. It was. It was almost spiritual. I mean, I'm just. I was so thankful and grateful to you and to um, Philip and his kids and his mom and your mom and your mom was beautiful and i'm so grateful your yeah, mom's still with us she's doing she had so a good she had a battle and she beat yeah. it yeah i mean and she's just she walks in she's like an, a little angel yeah, <laughs> I mean, she is she glows she I does mean, your mom yeah. just glows this is why i mean when i gave her a really long hug and i'm like you know thank you thank you for being here yeah. you know yeah. that was just yeah. awesome so, Dominique, 
Yeah, I just want to encourage parents, if you haven't said this to your children, tell them, look them in the eyes and say, thank you for being here. And children, if you have an opportunity to say that to your parents or your grandparents or some special person in your life, thank you for being here. That is so powerful. It just envelops you in this gratitude of love. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking you know, forward to a huge 2024. We're going to have a lot of magical moments. Dr. D and I, at the end of the show, are going to do a recap of the year for 2023. And uh, Dominique, you've got a segment. Christine's going to be joining in, and she's going to add. She surprises me every week, so I'm just going <laughs> to let it be. Okay, Alex, thank you for being here. <laughs> we love me. our Alex. Thanks Let's take a me. break. Shake it Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center. Hello, 2024. So I'm assuming that everyone, if you haven't written down your intentions for the new year, you're thinking about it because that's usually the main thing that's on everyone's agenda for the new year. Hmm, maybe I should set some goals for 2024. Well, how do you go about doing this? So I'm going to talk about uh, goals and intentions. So an intention is pretty much related to how you feel about things and what is the clear plan that you're trying to set for your life. What are you intending for yourself? Like part of my intention is I, you know, as much as I can, I want to have fun. I want to do things that are healthy for me and other people. Um, and I want to do things that uh, bring joy and make the world beautiful. Those are samples of just general intentions for how you want to live your life. If you've never considered it, Please consider voicing for yourself and even saying it out loud. What's my intention for my life, right? So an intention helps to take us, helps us to take deliberate action. So we're consciously choosing a direction for our life. And it's kind of like aiming an arrow. And um, to our teens, if you've never done archery, um, I, I really want to recommend at some point in your life, get a chance to shoot a bow and arrow because the fascinating thing is with an arrow you have to aim a little higher than where your target is because when the arrow gets to the target there's gravity that's pulling on it so if you aim just a little bit high you have a better chance of actually hitting the mark so that's mm. why they have sayings like hey shoot for the moon and you'll end up you know amongst the stars that's the idea is that there's always a little pull down of gravity or what we can call reality um, to what our goals are in our life. Um, anyone uh, want to comment about uh, the intentions and that you got to kind of shoot higher than where you may actually achieve? Christine. 
Oh, I would just want to say, I, you, I was going back into my memory of, of being, I think I was 12 or 13 when I was doing archery, actually. Uh, my mom took, you know, took my sister and I to get archery lessons. And, and I don't remember being all that good at it, but um, I remember liking it and, have, and that it was fun. And that there's also a book called Zen and the Art of Archery that talks about that and meditation. Um, but I think it really, and I think it's really important that we do, you know, do i guess you know you say shoot for the moon i don't know you know i also think about you know it's funny how that that the the, the information contra almost contradicts what we were talking about before in terms of what you think you can achieve you can and then we think well re reality will pull us down a little bit but i think it's so good really to aim for what it is that we want and then to surrender to allow it to move because actually with that arrow you have to you can aim but then you have to eventually let it go you can't take it the whole way by yourself you can't carry it over there and then put it into the target i mean you could but that's not the point right so um, <laughs> it's about surrendering it and letting it move you know the way that you've aimed and where it goes is where it's supposed to go so where it's supposed to end up and you can the more you practice the better you get the better the better the better the better and you understand exactly how high you have to aim to get to that to, to you know to get to the target so that, that's beautiful dominique exactly nice. exactly and the, the the biggest takeaway is that our mind believes what we tell it i mean that's yeah. what we were expressing earlier so mm -hmm. if you set an intention hey i want i want to be happy and and I want the people around me to be happy. And what does that mean for me? So for me, when I talk about happiness, I have it as a feeling of contentment. Mm -hmm. Because even though I may be crying about the intensity of something that's going on in life, I can mm -hmm. still have a sense of contentment in my heart that I'm being present for the moment. So I, I really encourage as people are setting their intentions and goals for 2024, think about what happiness means to you and what contentment, deep, soulful contentment means. And that contentment can exist even if we're experiencing not so great situations. You know, that that's beautiful, Dominic. And what the, the quote that comes to me, I know I always bring these little quotes in, but is this this sense of like, it's not it's not what um, happens around the boat that sinks it. It's what gets in the boat that sinks it. Right. And so if we have our boat and we're holding um, a certain energy or a positivity, it's it's not it's, it's what we let get in and sort of affect us that could take us down. And I know it's still it's also really important to feel and to not to be not to avoid what's going on in the world to feel it, but also to allow that we can raise that we can raise we can bring the light with us. We are the light we seek in the world. I, I, I truly believe that. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And basically what setting intentions and goals is doing is it's making use of what we're learning about the brain and the neuroplasticity of the brain. Mm -hmm. So when you set intentions and goals, and like Alex was saying, you know, you're visualizing how you're doing things, the body practices that in that brain magical space and it believes that that's actually what's going on. And so then when physically we do it, we've already practiced it a hundred times. And then we're able to physically do it because the brain didn't differentiate between what we imagined and what we we're physically doing. It's amazing. So yeah. parents and teens, if you've never read anything about 
the neuroplasticity of the brain, there is so much fascinating information about how we're actually processing our reality and what we can do to create a, a, a better world for ourselves and others. Alex, do you talk to your teens about how the brain works in relation to their intentions and goals? Absolutely. I mean, you have to have goals, right? And then based on those goals, whatever they are for, for teen athletes, you know, being a better athlete, what, what goes into that? And you have to think of everything, not just one thing, but obviously the sport you play in, that takes practice. What are you not good at? And you write those things down and like, okay, this year I want to get better at dribbling. Whether you play soccer or you play basketball, you know, hands and feet, or you want to be a better pitcher. <laughs> working on your mechanics, you have to write actionable, specific, actionable steps that are realistic and that you can actually accomplish. So if you're, ha if you're looking for content, you're, you're trying to be happy. What do you do to make yourself happy? And you have to write actionable steps to get you to that goal. So having the intention, like we talked about visualizing what you want, it, you know, there's always these specific little steps that you have to take and it's it's like christine said you have to release that arrow you have to act on your intentions and if you don't act on your intentions you just have goals goals that you're never going to get to and you just they everything needs to be realistic reachable actionable um and you you have to put in the work whatever it is whether you want to be happy a better athlete you know, you got to put in the work and it, it takes an effort, you know, because you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So <laughs> you might as well do and be happy and healthy and, and live a, a vibrant life. I love it. I was talking to intentions work together. Yeah, I know. I was talking to a, a, a teen a few weeks ago and they were doing their practicing. And I'm like, hey, just for the how, how many shots do you make a day? How like after practice i mean you go to practice and then what do you do on your own and it's like oh you know i just shoot around but yeah but what's the intention do you have to make 100 do you got to make 200 i mean because that's where you want to be because if i hear you want to play in school after to the next level after high school there are girls out there right now shooting for two hours before school even starts okay so they start the day with two hours of shots so that those are the ones that you have to mimic. And even with my kids in the cage, I said to both of them, I said, look, you, you the ones that outwork are the ones that are going to get in. You have to put in the work. I mean, especially what happens is there's such a, um, a swing because so many kids are born with this God given talent. They don't have to put in that extra. They don't feel they do. But then by the time they get to seventh, eighth grade, then the kids that have been in fourth, fifth grade and putting in all those extra hours, they just in lightning speed, they pass them. Dominique. I that is so awesome. And the the setting of intentions and goals is like the intention is the depth and the goal is the specific steps that we're taking to get there. But the intention holds us present to the moment. So beautiful. Nice. All right, let's take a break. We've got a lot more after these messages. Come on and work it for me and let you body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance. 
We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie with A View from the Deck. And um, what I want to talk about right now, well, we're here on the 2nd of January. Um, I don't know if you, if everybody knows this, but I learned this when I was in my Waldorf teacher training, which is, did you know that the 12 days of Christmas starts at Christmas and goes 12 days, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, you know, the 12 nights of Christmas. And then, and then it ends on Epiphany, which is January 6th. Um, and that's actually also Three Kings. Day in um, South America or in the in the in the uh, Latinx countries where that's when the presents come because that's when the kings arrived. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, in thinking about intention and how our and how our you know what what we want and and um, imagining and whatnot. Um, I, what I wanted to talk about was the fact that um, during these twelve days, I take the time to really I turn I try to turn off my alarm in the morning, and each night is one one night can represent the one month of the year. So the twenty fifth, the night of the twenty fifth was sort of was January, and then February was the twenty sixth, and the um, the you know keep going all the way through and then you get to the, the sixth would be um uh, the morning of the sixth would be you know or the, the night of the fifth into the sixth would be would be the um the 12th night and I, it's a, actually a very 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 holy time and this inside time this winter time this dark time this internal time where we have if yeah in california and southern california it's it's beautiful and bright out still but it's a little chilly in a lot of places it's really cold in the northern hemisphere um, and so it's a really good time to just go inside and to to spend a night each night sort of um, thinking about the year and seeing what your dreams have and what 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 comes to you in the mornings and, and for me I've, I've been doing that and it's been very powerful to really just think about my year and pray and intend and say and you know think about what it is that I want to do so this is you know we're on the second now we have a few more nights um, so maybe think about how you want to go and you know work with your unconscious work with that you know uh, that's the uh, that's that's the stuff under the stuff you know that we don't often think about but psychological so but just just a thought we're in the midst of our 12 days of our 12 holy nights and um um you know listen in it's nice when you take that time every single day to actually wrap yourself around that i yeah. i i've never really thought about it like that to be honest with you i yeah yeah and uh, you know, and then, you know, I, I was thinking, I was thinking if, so, you know, if, uh, go, going to bed at night, going to sleep, we could say, right? <laughs> there, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I think it's important to, you know, maybe, maybe turn off the, the, the television, turn off and get off your phone for an hour before you go to sleep and just sort of process the day. Think about the day. There was a, there was this really cool um, exercise that I used to do um, that I still do occasionally called Rookshow. And it's um, in the, it's in Anthroposophy in my, the Steiner school, the Waldorf school. And it basically, you, you go back from the one, from your day, from where you are in that moment, and you take yourself back all the way back, step by step, by step, by step, by step to the night before. And you even think about what the sky looked like. And you even think about all the different things that happened in your day, what you said, what you did. If you made a mistake, you sort of 
have compassion for yourself, you know, and you just kind of go through, it's like a, um, a review of the day and you can keep going back and back and back if you want for more days. But it's really a powerful experience of just reviewing things. And so to take some time off to really just be quiet and align and, 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 and anchor in with ourselves. And I think it's like in, in a way that, that these 12 holy nights can also be a review of the last year. Right? You can say, well, what did I do during the month of January? What did I do during the month of February? And how, how was I? Where was I? And then the intentions for the next year. I mean, that's just coming to me right now. Wow. Hot off the presses, right? <laughs> no, it's true, though. I mean, what we want to do, what we've done for 14 years, going on our 14th year, I can't believe it, on Team Sports Radio, we want to give kids, teens, athletes, uh, and and we've expanded it to people in the drama, who the band, just basically kids yeah. in general. We want to give them yeah. tips and tools yeah because i nobody sat me down i don't know what world i lived in probably my own world if you if my father was around to say mm -hmm. i always lived in your own little world but it's nice when you pick up on something and the, how i look at this is if a, a teen has listened to this show whether they are uh an athlete or not but maybe they're going to share it with their superstar softball sister right mm -hmm. uh, you're just picking up little bits of information and in spirit, yeah. you got to drop it in when you think you need it. Yeah, you know, one more thing I have to say, a very dear close family friend, I think when I was either graduating high school or graduating, I think I was graduating high school, he said to me, he's passed on now, but he said to me, you know how you get really good, you you choose one thing and you become an expert on that one thing and you keep working at it, you keep working at it and, no, and you just keep working at it. And I thought, well, what do I want to be an expert at? What do I think I want to do? And I, you know, yes, I became an early childhood educator and I really was interested in education and children, but the other part of my life that I loved, that was enjoyable to me from th that time um, to now, and that's expanding more, is my work with the tarot, my work with the, the esoteric part of life, with with you know imagination, with with um, the unconscious. Those things have I've 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 been really interested in and really taken things for me. And so while the the, the education was really great and that actually led me to places I never would have gone, you know. So there is the great thing about the intentions and also taking in what life offers us to at the same time, right? Really, really focusing it and moving forward. Well, there's curves in everybody's road. Yeah. Okay? So to take a straight line approach to life, I don't know if that is going to be satisfying for, you know, many people, maybe, but you do have to pay attention. I think what happens when you think you're on easy street, that's when the curve comes because that's a lesson yeah. needs to be learned. And yeah. I learned that. <laughs> I learned that. Yeah. So, uh, but throughout that, you, when you gather yourself and you stand back up, it's through it's what you you basically are going to be looking at yourself as how you reacted from whatever um, tipped you over. OK, so, yeah, it's this is how I tried to explain to everybody. I said, look, there's a reason and you're never going to see it then. But there's definitely mm -hmm. a reason why things happen. And um, it, I liked it because pe new people come into your life, the other people, it's just almost kind of like a revolving door, but embrace yeah. it, you know, yeah. team athletes, you know, don't limit yourself on the same people. If I had to say something for 2024, open the door in 2024. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let your mind wander and, and uh, try to I be love bored. That. 
right. open the door to in 2024. I love that. You know, I all love right. it. Well, let's let's all stand up and shake it out again. Get some action. Move those. Uh, move some uh, cells around. We'll be back with more <laughs> after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much The Queen of Teen, please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie at A View from the Deck. Um, and oh, I wanted to let you all know that um, you can catch me now and you can come and um, uh, uh, I can, I'm doing tarot readings at Paradise Found in Santa Barbara and also at um, the Sacred Space in um, Summerland. Um, and so those are two places that you can come and see me um, if you'd like for, for a reading for this beautiful, fantastic new year. Yeah, um, athletes, you should go check her out. Honestly, she, uh, she was kind enough. Christine, I've mentioned this before about four or five years ago. Uh, mm. She came to one of my son John's uh, events when he just wanted to gather all his friends from Bishop High School and Christine showed up and it was just absolutely amazing and i really appreciate it. i mean you lit up the room it was so it was so nice i mean i was that age so the first time i've gotten my reading and um for a lot of people who get all they hear true and they take a step back explain yeah. because basically people don't understand you're picking the cards yeah, you the know, way that I, yeah, the way I do tarot, and and I would love, you know, and I, I would I would love to do another, you know, I would love to do another one at your house with with some teens. It's my I love reading for young people. It's really wonderful. There's a fresh new way, and I'm looking at the world. But um, yeah, I I put the cards out, and you pick the cards. You you shuffle them. You pick them. I put them out in a certain way: present time, past time, future time. What's it underneath? What's supporting you? Um, the thing about tarot is, it's like anything in the world. You can do good with things, or you can do, you know, you can do not so good with things. When I read Tarot, it's all about human growth, human development. I read in a Jungian perspective, a psychological perspective, how these the cards have all these beautiful symbols about everything that that um, that every human being goes through, right? And there may and there is a devil card, but that devil card is not about evil. It's about shadow. And it's about not, you know, it's like, it's about not taking responsibility or accountability for ourselves. And those are things that, that we need to learn really early on and that we do learn, you know, and so, and it's about, you know, acknowledging our shadow, the things that we can't see about ourselves. So <clears throat> some card, and there's, there's a death card, but the death is also about rebirth. So let's talk about the, the new year, the death of the old year, the birth of the new year. That is what that death card can be about in, in, in the same way that, you know, that we have to have winter before. Before we can have spring and you so know, we have I, I, on new year's day uh yesterday i pulled i was just stating intentions and i was the deck was there dominique was uh doing it with her daughter but i picked the fool card ah, taking a <laughs> leap of faith starting a whole brand and it, that is it the fool card is the zero card and yeah. it takes it starts everything brand new so it's wonderful yeah, what we need Stay tuned, we got a little bit more right after these messages. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. 
our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back. I'm Richard Dugan, believe it or not, uh, sitting in, filling in here as we are on uh, January 2nd, 2024. And what we're going Woo! to... We yeah, made it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's amazing. We actually did make it. I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, it wasn't that bad of a year. I know that a lot of people feel it. But in the sports world here in Santa Barbara, uh, there's a lot to talk about on the positives. However, I'm going to start with uh, this story uh, because at least uh, this uh, this particular story speaks to, from my perspective, again, it's, you know, doing my program, that uh, now we have somebody watching over us. We're talking about Santa Barbara baseball legend Fred Warricker. Um, he died at the age of 84 uh, in uh, late June. Uh, the man whose name is synonymous with baseball in Santa Barbara past, uh, Fred Warricker, who served as the baseball coach at Santa Barbara High School for 43 years. That is a long time. I've been in this business 44 years, and then he coached in the community colleges and community for more than 60 years. He passed at the age of 84. A, he, this, guy, this guy was a legend. My oh. kids grew up with him. He was coaching since the 70s. Um, he just was his name. If you if you looked his name up, it says C Baseball. This yeah. guy was it. He's yeah. the real deal. Yeah, in Webster's. Uh, he produced a, uh, basically he coached Santa Barbara High School in the 70s. Uh, actually, into his 70s, retiring in 2015, and he produced a countless number of uh, collegiate players and had five players make it to the major leagues, which is impressive. Erica, I understand you've got something for us. Yes. Well, more thrills for 2023. Um, I, I want to go. This isn't going to be local. This is going to be more on a national take just because I was a big baller mm-hmm. when my youth and I coached for 28 years basketball. But I saw these two things actually just came up on my feed on Team Sports Radio. And the first yell shout out. North Dakota, Emma Jones. And what I liked about it is she's just glowing. She's holding up a sign that says, All school record, most points scored in the game, 46. T Sports Radio loves that. Emma Jones, congrats um, to uh, your future. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing you playing out in college as well. And this is um, a victory over Harvey Wells County. So, uh, and ended up winning 62 to 54. And this was the last week of the year. So shouts to her. And one more. Uh, We've got a state record that just got crushed. It used to be 14 threes until future lady Raider Savannah Davies set a new Tennessee state record with 17 made three field goals. And that to me is, I can't even wrap my brain around that. It's just amazing. She did that December 19, 2023. So, wow. Savannah Davies, congrats. Number 21. Absolutely. Nice job. Yeah. Back to you. Back all right. What else? Well, I will tell you, this is kind of exciting, and this is all local. This is still local. Uh, Westmont leaps from NAIA to the NCAA D2. Uh, basically, nice. it's a monumental change. Years in the making finally came to fruition for Westmont College athletes this year. And after establishing a winning tradition and an outstanding reputation in the NAIA, which stands for the National Association of Intercollegiate athletes, uh, capturing 10 national championships and boasting 637 All-Americans. 
Westmont moves to the NCAA Division Two, and according Sweet. to yeah, Woo. according to uh, the athletic director Robert Ruiz, we welcome the challenge. We're driven, competitive, and want to be great. And I think that's great news for uh, the uh, for the Westmont Warriors uh, uh, teams. Uh, one other story for you on the local level. He coached, he coached John batting lessons. I'll never forget when he was a coach. Now he's moved up to the athletic director. And honestly, I'll say it right here, right now. Give him five years and they'll be the D2 champs. You just wait and see. Fantastic. Well, another gentleman who, uh, a young man who uh, is a champion twice over, Leon Metzger repeats as the Santa Barbara City College uh, Santa Barbara City golf champion, a two under par for Leo Metzger uh, on the final day of the Santa Barbara City Championship was enough for San Marcos High School senior to uh, secure back to back titles, which ain't easy to do. Winning one is hard enough, but two at the annual tournament held at the Santa Barbara uh, Golf Club in back in May, and he says that. Uh, uh, this is pretty special. The first one last year. I've been dreaming of winning this tournament for so long, and to finally get it done felt really good, especially with my brother Sam on the bag. His obviously his caddy, and to be able to defend to defend it this year, especially before I go to college, uh, it's very special. And I have been playing this course since I he, since he was three. Uh, his house is only two miles away or two minutes away. Uh, and just to win uh, his hometown tournament again is really cool. Metzger is uh, an 18-year-old who is now playing college golf at UC Davis, is only the fifth repeat winner since 1990. Erica, back to you with uh, nice. more updates. Well, what I want to do, because we've got a lot, we've got a short amount of time here, and I know you've got to give me the two-minute sign, so let's um, let's cut it down here. But I do want to bring up something, because we were such a strong uh, presence, I felt, for Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited that, you know, help put that train back on its tracks, and what's really nice is the uh, flag football season expanded to girls and in the county it absolutely crushed it if anybody has ever been to or if you want to do something fun go to our girls football flag football game it's it was amazing um the the champion even though uh the dons won the city championship the dos pueblos girls dominated so um, I am so looking forward to seeing it again. I'm going to call it out. Some girls team in this county, because they've been playing for a few years now, I, I expect the state championship coming our way as well. Next thing I wanted to do is mm-hmm. go through, and um, this is kind of exciting because it's about baseball. Another magical moment for a local star is Cole Schoenbetter. He was drafted by Cincinnati. Um Shouts to him. Uh, he was selected in the 105th overall pick. Cincinnati's in the fourth round. Um, he's getting nice, big, fat paycheck. Well-deserved. Had that growth spurt right when he needed it. Uh, this guy is lanky, long, and it really, in their last season, uh, got him where they wanted to be. He finished up with a 1.82 ERA across the season. Mm. 
Dr. D, back to you. All right. One final story before we wrap up uh, this segment and the program. UCSB men's baseball wins the Big West Tournament. And uh, the standout guard, uh, A.J. Mitchell, powered the UC Santa Barbara men's baseball team. Uh, I stand corrected. I beg your pardon. Basketball. Basketball. Two different sports. uh, To its second Big West Conference Championship in three years back in March. Mitchell, who arrived... who averaged 24 points in the tournament, was named the tournament's MVP and led the Gauchos to 72-62 victory over CSU Fullerton in the title game. And with the win, UCSB clinches its second NCAA tournament appearance in three years as well, making it apparent that the head coach, Joe Pasternak, has has something special brewing in the Thunderdome. And back to you to wrap things up. Uh, yeah, well, I don't want I can't forget SB City College water polo. Okay, they repeated. And that to me is anytime you do a repeat, that just you got to give loves and shouts. Mm-hmm. Santa Barbara celebrating their title for the second year in a row. You got to love uh, women's water polo. It's funny because you think Santa Barbara City College water polo, I mean, since the this campus is you can see the water every day maybe that's the vibration they're getting right there you go not funny mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, all in all we had uh this has been a great year a lot yeah. of memory and um i'm excited that you're helping me out with this yeah. this year dr d so i'm sure there's gonna be a lot more 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 in 24 for sure so santa barbara we love you thank you so much uh, uh, we're part of a new media corporation, so we only expect to get bigger and better. Peace out. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. Mine's up.